have a question. Do you have um, like a trumpet sound effect? <laughs> I don't. If I had in advance, I would have been able to pull one. Okay. I feel like I need a trumpet sound the trumpets. Okay. Because like a sad trumpet? Like a wah, wah, wah. No, like a, like a triumphant like trumpet. A, like a royalty. Yeah. Okay. So that was good enough. So um, our weaponized hamster shirts look awesome. I got the final proofs and our advisory horde members get first dibs. Now last year they sold out. Um, so we kind of do them as like a limited fun run, you know, like once a year and then when they're gone, they're gone. And then next year we'll have a new one. So if you want to get in on this, what are we calling it? Is it, are we calling it limited edition? Are we, I think it's the advisory horde release because if you are in the advisory horde, you'll have guaranteed inventory and guaranteed delivery. We promise that whatever color, whatever size, sizes, mm -hmm. colors you want, you'll get them. Um, if you're in the advisory horde and you buy them th this week, but you've got to sign up if you're not already a member. And because we listen to our advisory horde and their feedback was we need extended sizing. So um, the shirts are available this year from small to 5X. So um, yeah. You can text the word HORDE to 800-434-5454. You can also go to advisoryhorde.com and that'll show you how to sign up to be a part of the advisory horde. Um, we'll go into great. So if you're in the advisory horde, you're going to get a link today where you can start buying them. They're available to the general public on Thursday and we'll tell in greater detail the story of how these shirts came about because it truly happened within our first 10 shows. Yeah. Very organically. And, and if you have not been able to listen from the beginning, you're probably like, why do so many things on this show have to do with hamsters? Well, hedgehogs. Hedgehogs and then and weaponized then, yeah. hamsters. So we'll explain all of that on Thursday, but here's what you need to know about the shirts. Uh, Callie had a friend of hers who designs t-shirts for touring bands. bands yes, for a living, design this shirt for you. Yeah, because I thought, you know, if we're going to be a fake band, we have to yes. be a legit fake band with legit art. So I went to one of my buddies that works. He literally does all of the artwork for like these huge classic rock bands. And now our fake band, the Weaponized right. Hamsters. So it feels very, last year was legit. This year is legit. So, uh, if you want to get on the early release, join the advisory horde today, horde to 800-434-5454 or advisoryhorde.com. And also on Thursday's episode of the show, we'll go into greater detail about why the weaponized hamster is a thing and how it relates to this show. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for Regis Philbin. My name is Callie Dollar, and today I am grateful for pest control. The reason I am so grateful for Regis Philbin is because he gave me one of 
what might be a top 10 memory with my parents, with my mom and dad. If you didn't hear, Regis Philbin passed away this past weekend, and I posted a story on Instagram with a whole bunch of pictures. So feel free to, to go find me on Instagram and see the pictures that go along with this story. But I remember uh, my parents always watching and commenting on Regis and Kathy Lee. And that then, was the best rendition of that show, in my opinion. It was so classic. And then Regis and Kelly, when, uh-huh. when Kathy Lee left and, and Kelly Ripa took over, they would watch that every single day. And they would talk about Regis Philbin like he was one of their friends. Yeah. Well, that's so, the appeal of Regis. So, he's like your funny friend. So he, in 2011, he announced his retirement. And I had a friend of a friend who actually worked at live with Regis and Kelly. And I called her and said, look, is there any chance that I could bring my parents to a taping of, of the show? They would get such a kick out of that. And she said, yeah, let me see what dates are available. And, and we went back and forth a few times and she found a couple of seats in the audience, uh, the last week of October in the year 2011. So I flew to New York City from Atlanta. My parents flew to New York City from Syracuse, met them at the airport. I remember it was kind of a rainy, blah week, but we spent a few days in New York, like being tourists. Mm -hmm. You know, we got New York style pizza and we went to uh, Times Square and we went to a a, a true, you know, Jewish deli. I think we went to the Carnegie where my my dad got one of those those pastrami sandwiches that's six inches thick. Right. And uh, we just had a great time. But the, the whole reason we were there was to go to this taping of live. So uh, on a Thursday morning, we go get in line. Uh, I remember it was it was rainy and blah. It was just a blah day. We were so excited. We get uh, escorted in. We sit down in the studio audience and we watch them do live with Regis and Kelly. Eva Longoria was one of the guests from mm-hmm. Desperate Housewives, and then Snooky. From Jersey oh Shore was Talk one of the, about a throwback. Was one of the guests. Uh, Katie Couric was there for some reason. Hmm. I don't remember why, but we got to see her in person. I think she was take, taping like a promo with them or something. Okay. So we get to watch the thing. It's so cool. You know, get to see behind the scenes and everything. My parents are having a great time. I'm having a great time because they're having a great time. And then the show ends and they, they uh, tell everybody to stay in their seats because they got to record some promos and people need to applaud. Mm -hmm. Except they came up and they whispered to us, hey, are you you the dollars? Will you please follow me? And so we get up, they escort us like right across the set, right past where like Regis and Kelly sit and everything. Mm -hmm. And we go off the side of the stage and they tell us to stand in this little hallway and just wait. So we watch them kind of tape these promos and stuff from off to the side. And then when it's done, Regis spins around, looks right at us and marches right over and introduces himself and says, uh, hi, I'm Regis Philbin and shakes my mom's hand and my dad's hand and my hand. And you know, this is back when you- I can see the smile on your dad's face in my head. This is back when you were allowed to shake hands. Yeah. Yeah. So he shakes all of our hands and then, he is as kind and as genuine and as wholesome in person as he came through on TV. 
I love that. He was telling stories. I, I remember they were talking something about upstate New York and, you know, something that, that uh, I think that was upstate, but something that my dad and him geographically had in common. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, of course, cracked a f- few jokes and made him laugh once or twice, which is, which is great. Uh, he was so genuine and so appreciative that they listened every day or watched the show mm-hmm. every day. He was so kind. Um, and he just stayed there and talked and asked them so many questions and asked us about our visit to New York and when was the last time we were in the city and are we going to go to this restaurant? And all, I mean, just he talked to us for so long that I turned to his assistant and I'm like, he doesn't have to do this. Or right. We can we can wrap it up. Like we just we ain't nobody. We're just right. a couple of Yahoos. I don't know if he thinks we're like some executive from the TV network or something like that. And she's like, oh no, he loves this. <laughs> like, okay. So I mean, I have no idea how long it was, but it felt like 30 minutes. Yeah. He sat there and talked to us. Then he said, All right, well, I gotta get going. Uh, let's take a picture together. And so I handed his assistant my digital camera. And she took a picture and before he would let us leave, he's like, well, let's take a look at that. Make sure that's good. You know, uh, make sure you guys look good in this, in the picture. And so (laughs) then he took the camera and scrolled through it and found the picture. And he's like, I think that's good. That good. That's good. All right. That's good. Very nice meeting. And then he wandered off. It was the great, it was the greatest thing ever. And he didn't have to do that. No. I mean, it would have been great enough if he just zipped by and said, thanks for coming and took a picture. Right. Like the story, it still would have been a great story, but he was just so charming and so kind and funny. And it was so amazing. So when I saw the news on Saturday, uh, I was very sad. And I went in into the computer and I found the pictures of that whole trip to New York and the pictures of us with Regis. So I put them up on my Instagram, but it was like a great, it was so great. I love that. Yeah. Because, uh, he, you know, sometimes you meet people and they're not what. Yeah. You're like, well, that was a letdown. Never yeah. going to watch that the same way ever again. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then, but with him, it was, it far exceeded the expectations. So anyways, that's my Regis Philbin story. And that's why I was sad this weekend to hear that he had a heart attack and, and passed suddenly. You know why I was sad this weekend? Probably because I was sad. And if I'm sad, you're sad. Roaches. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's do a 180 here. <laughs> okay, so, because um, there's really no good way to go from Regis Philbin's legacy to roaches, but we're going to do it because we're the bosses of the show. And we're doing it for a reason because we know it's a gross topic, but we accidentally, when we talked about how we found like five roaches in our house over the past week, I think we accidentally did a public service for so many people. Oh, we totally did. So here's the thing. I usually talk about pretty much everything on Instagram. There's not much that I won't go into. I consider myself quite an open book. However, Jeff and I have been finding roaches in our house. And I have not mentioned it because I feel like that means that we're, there's like something wrong with our home. That we have a dirty house. We, we have a dirty house. That we keep that we keep a filthy residence. Like we're not fit to bring a child into the <laughs> right. world. Like I just have been feeling really insecure about it. So I haven't really shared it because I'm just like, how oh, we got to get this under control. Now we have a pest control company. And the good thing about pest control companies is you, well, at least the one that we have, is you pay 
by the quarter or whatever. Uh-huh. And then if you find bugs in your house or whatever, ants, whatever, you just pick up the phone and call them and say, I need you to come back. And they come for free. Right. So we fully take advantage of that because we would like to get our money's worth. Okay. Sure. So I tell the people they got to come back because it is gross. I mean, a roach fell on Jeff last week, right? Finally. So the bug guy comes. I was not here. It and took a week, by the way, for them to get us into the it schedule. Took two weeks. Because they they were so busy. But I didn't realize why until he got here. Jeff meets the bug guy and he just blows Jeff away. And Jeff is very excited about what the bug guy has to say. This is a terrible roach summer. The temperature, the moderate and now hot temperatures, at least, and by the way, this is in Atlanta and I would assume mm-hmm. all of Georgia. So, uh, mm-hmm. but at least where we live, the, the way the temperature, we had like a longer spring and moderate temperatures for a long time combined with uh, a rainy spring. There are a lot of roaches and we are not the only one having this problem. So we don't have a dirty home. We know. Not only do we not have a dirty home, but so many people are dealing with this. That's why there was like a two week backup to get. Right. Like, Cause usually they can come within like two days. Yeah. So we find this out. I talk about it on Instagram. I cannot tell you how many, I would say probably 75 messages from people saying, oh my gosh, I haven't told anyone ever because I'm really, I promise I'm a clean person, but the roaches are so bad and people have just been telling their horrible roach stories. So I feel like, you know, we we are all having collectively major roach drama. I did some research. I went down it because Callie just casually said a few days ago, why do they even exist? Well, I said, what's the point? Like, what's the point of a roach? Because spiders, I'm like not fine with in our house because I think they're creepy looking. But like spiders, I'm like, hey, thanks for eating the mosquitoes. You know what I mean? Like they serve a purpose. Honeybees pollinate plants. Uh, Snakes eat rodents. Spiders catch mosquitoes. What do roaches do? So I went down a rabbit hole and I found out that roaches, essentially their job is to make dirt. A roach is built to consume virtually anything. Which is disgusting. Which is disgusting. And then when they process it, it's like the nitrate, like the excrement, the Mm -hmm. poop is, is highly nitrous, has a lot of nitrogen in it, which is great for soil. So that's why roaches exist because they, they make a lot of really, uh, beneficial soil. So, they, so there's your upside of roaches. They, right. They do serve a purpose, but uh, the, it's fine to murder the ones who are in your house. Yeah, totally fine to murder the ones in your house. And Jeff did find something interesting. Like roaches have, are like evolutionary geniuses. A like few- for whatever reason, they adapt very quickly to however we try to trick them. They came up with something a few years ago to, to kill domestic roaches. Like when I say domestic, not like house pets, <laughs> like roaches that live where they shouldn't live. And for two years, the roach infestation issue was declining in, in residences and businesses. Uh, but then it just bounced right back. And so scientists did research and found that in less than two years, the roaches uh, became immune to the, not to the poison, but their taste changed. So they were no longer attracted 
to whatever so was they're bringing. like evolutionary geniuses. Yeah. So if you come up with something to wipe them out within two years, they'll figure it out and they'll be back. So didn't you also find out that they're like 500 million years old or oh, something? Oh yeah. They've been around. So they're not going anywhere basically. So get a good pest control person, have your bug zapper and know that you are not a filthy, disgusting <laughs> yes. human being. If you also are dealing with a bad roach. So, summer. so yeah, you don't have to like hide your face. You don't have to go to home Depot and buy the like, the home roach spray <laughs> with your face hidden in bite okay. and shame, right? Okay. With pride. We're all in this together. If you don't have anxiety, you're not going to understand what I'm about to share with you. But I beg you to listen because if you live with someone or know somebody who deals with anxiety, this is this what they go through. Okay. It's such a stupid thing. But we ha and follow along here because most of the details of what I'm about to tell you, you don't need to know, but just follow along. Uh, there is a device that I use to that we record our podcasts on, um, and it's it's called a Rode R O D E. That's the name of a company, and it dawned on me because we've recorded the 300 and something episodes over the course of a year that uh, if this device went down that it would be significantly more difficult for me to produce the show. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, let me just check, like look, check on them to make sure I could order another one quickly or where I could buy one locally if I had to or whatever. And I find out they are, have become extremely limited in quantity. So I decide that I'm going to buy one as a backup. So the backup road has arrived. I have unpacked it and it is sitting on the dining room table. It has been tested and it works. For 48 hours now, 48 hours now, I have been struggling with which device becomes the main device. Do I continue using the same one that I have been using for the past year or do I put that one in the closet in storage and keep that one as the backup and then put the brand new one out and use that one as the main one? Now explain why this is such a difficult decision. I for have you. no idea. Explain how much brain power this has taken up. Too much. Like it uh, has kind of taken over. I can't decide. It's the reason it's still sitting on the dining room table because I can't decide what makes more sense? Do you keep the used one as the main one or do you keep the brand new one as the main one and let the used one be the backup? It's nonsensical. And it's and not like one version is newer than the other, right? Like they're the exact same thing. Identical, <laughs> completely identical. And I just can't decide which one is the better one to have as the main one. And that's that, and what'll end up happening is for the next two or three days, I'll struggle with it and then I'll just make a decision and it'll just be sudden and, and it, I will be anxious for like 24 hours after. And then I'll forget that I had even made that and decision. And here's the thing. If you don't have anxiety, cause you're like, this guy is such an idiot. Like He's he just crazy. needs to, he just needs to like pick one and go with it. Now here's what you need to understand about anxiety. Little things like that. Cause I would call that a micro anxiety. Yes. But it really overshadows 
daily life for people that struggle with anxiety. Because it creates a tiny little bit of anxiety every time I walk past the dining room and see it sitting on the table. So I'm like, oh, I've got to make that decision. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's just, it's funny because there is no wrong answer. Right. But I think for at least my type of anxiety, when you when you are anxious about stuff, you ha- it, there has to be an answer. There has to be a right or there has to be a wrong. And in this case, I don't think there is one way or the other. So if there, I know there are people out there listening to this going, dude, I know exactly what you're talking about. A hundred percent. I totally feel you. And you guys were, we're on the same team. You're my people. I'm your people. We're good. I also know there's people who listen to that and they're like, you are out of your mind, dude. Just make a decision and put the stupid thing away and get it off your dining room table. I understand why you feel that way. And I wish I could. And I will eventually. A day in the life of someone that struggles with anxiety. There's a lot going on in the world. And sometimes you think about all of it in the minutes before you want to fall asleep. Well, if you need something to maybe take the edge off, make you feel a little more calm, make you fall asleep a little bit faster, you might want to consider trying CBD. And Caliper CBD is a great way to get started. They are putting their CBD in powder form because your body is going to absorb powder better than it's going to absorb oil. Okay. And it's proven, clinically proven, that you're going to get 450% more CBD with caliper CBD powder compared to the tinctures, the the oils and the drops and stuff. Um, In addition, it's precisely measured 20 milligrams in each packet of CBD. You'll never wonder how much you're getting again. And it has no taste. So if you've been thinking about trying CBD, caliper CBD is the way to go. Right now, you can try it risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, they'll give you a full refund. But you have to go to try caliper dot com slash upside. That's T-R-Y-C-A-L-I-P-E-R dot com slash upside and use the promo code upside for 20% off your first order. Try caliper.com slash upside. You know, I love the brand Rothy's. I love their shoes. I wear them to work. They're super cute flats, but here's what I love even more than the comfort of these shoes. They are made from water bottles that would have otherwise wound up in a landfill. In fact, Rothy's has kept over 50 million single-use plastic bottles out of landfills and transformed them into their signature thread, which then they knit into beautiful, sustainable products. So sustainable products. Notice I didn't just say shoes. That's because they also have the cutest bags. There's a great tote that I've had my eye on, and it'd be great for every day. Just throw and go. And here's the great thing about Rothy's. It's machine washable. Now, you don't want to put heat on it, but you can wash it in delicate and let it air dry. And I cannot tell you how many times I have spilled stuff in my purse, especially if you're using one purse for like everyday bag, stuff is going to happen to it. So make sure you get something durable. You are going to love these Rothy's bags. They are so dang cute. I love them. I love that they're sustainable. This is a great company and you can feel confident where you're spending your money. Check out all the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y ys.com slash upside. We are now in the second half of 2020. Let's all make resolutions as though it's New Year's and we'll just start 2020 
right now. If one of your resolutions involves money and saving money, did you know that refinancing your credit card balances will lower your interest rate and save you money? You don't have to be a financial expert to do that. You just got to have friends who know what they're doing. And that's what Lightstream is. You can get a fixed rate credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream and you could save thousands because rates start at just 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. The average credit card interest rate is over 19% APR. So you can save thousands of dollars in a year. The application is completely online and you can even get your money into your bank account as soon as the day you apply. Lightstream believes the people with good credit deserve a better loan experience and that's exactly what they deliver. Upside listeners can apply today for a special interest rate discount save even more the only way though to get this discount is go to lightstream.com slash upside that's l-i-g-h-t-s-t-r-e-a-m.com slash upside subject credit approval rate includes 0.5 percent auto pay discount terms and conditions apply and offer subject change without notice visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information today's quote of the day is though no one can go back and make a brand new start anyone can start from now and make a brand new ending I feel like you should do in a radio voice. Diane, come, come on. on down. You're the next contestant. Unname that noise. What segment? Hello. Do- hey, Diane, it's Callie and Jeff. Hi, Callie. Hi, Jeff. Hello. How are you? I am good. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. It's a good day, you know, it's for a, everything. It's but. a good day to have a good day, as a grandparent exactly. would say. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how confident are you on? Oh, man. I, you know, probably about a six. I'm oh. not really sure. I've been listening. I've been trying to make note of everybody's guesses. So I'm really hoping I am not that person that guesses what someone else guesses. <laughs> well, I have confidence that you won't do that. But I don't have confidence well, that you'll get okay. it right. A six isn't a solid number. But that's okay. Know. You know what? It could happen. It could happen. I had to try anyway. Had to try anyway. All right, Dan, here's the deal. Uh, we'll play the sound for you one more time, and then you'll get to make your guess. Um, if you get it right, you get the Amazon Echo and the 100 bucks. If you get it wrong, uh, you get buzzed, and you've given a clue to everybody else, and you could play again. That's possible, too. So... That's always a plus. There's no losers. There's just less of winners. <laughs> there you go. All right. I like that. All right, Dan, you ready to hear the clue one more time? Yes. All right, Diane, name that noise. So I'm thinking it sounds like a Sharpie paint pen that is being held sideways and shaken, but not shaken fast. I could see that. Yep, I mean, I, I could hear that. I know what you're talking about, but that is incorrect. Oh, <laughs> oh well. All right, Dan. Good if, guess anyway, right? Yep. If you, <laughs> if you come up with another guess, get back in the game. Just text the word noise to 800-434-5454. You can guess again. Good luck, Diane. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I'm thinking because she got it wrong. Diane got it wrong. I'm thinking 
that I have a clue for today. Okay. We got a voicemail with somebody asking a question about the about the sound. And I think if I answer this question, it will it will eliminate a lot of possibilities. Okay. Okay. So are you okay if I give a clue out? Yeah, I right. want you to give clues all the time. Hey Jeff, I'm calling about your name that noise contest. I too thought it was a shaker bottle, so for a protein shake, so I was wrong as well. And I don't know if you can answer this as a clue, but my question is this. Is the object in the container, does it naturally come in the container, or is it something that you put into a container to make the noise? Because that would totally make things different. Anyway, I'll keep trying to come up with ideas, but you totally got me on this one. Have a great day. Bye. That's right. a really good question. Show should I answer that yeah. now? Okay. Or do I save it for tomorrow? No, you answer it now. Oh, okay. The item that is in the container belongs in the container. That doesn't make sense. The item that's in the container belongs. Like it comes it naturally. It comes with the two items are meant to be together. And they're all natural. They're all natural. So you just gave up Friday's clue. Sorry. But yes. And the item in the container belongs in the container. This is driving me crazy. As a matter of fact, it's highly <laughs> unlikely that you would use the item in the container without using the container. And, and you probably would not use the container without using the item in it. They, you use them together. It would be... Huh. It would be an unusual circumstance where the two would be separated. So that doesn't do a whole lot for me, but if it does for you and you think you know what it is, text the word noise to 800-434-5454 and maybe you will be getting a call from us so you can place your guess. All right, here are my three random things for today. Uh, let's see. Number one, just want to make everybody here feel really unproductive. A four-year-old just landed a book deal. Uh, this um, young man is four years old. He loves to write poetry about nature in his own life. So uh, his mom, who is a, a professor of literature at the University of Reading, uh, submitted the poetry to a contest. He won and then went on to get a book deal. I wonder if they knew how old he was or if they were just judging. I do feel like he has a genetic leg up, though. Because mom's a literature mom's professor? A yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I think. She's probably, like, been reading to him since he was, like, in the womb and, like, teaching him fancy words since before he even came out. So I feel like he's four, but, like, he's really, like, 22. Got it. Uh, his um, He's in London. He's in uh, the United Kingdom. And uh, he was being interviewed by one of the morning news programs over there. They mm -hmm. call them breakfast programs in, in England. And somebody asked him if he got any advice before his first TV appearance. And he said, yes. Somebody said, don't put your finger up your nose on live telly. That is a good piece of advice. Did you watch Saved by the Bell? Uh, yeah. All right. Mark Paul Gosselier. They say that right? Mm -hmm. He was Zach in Saved by the Bell. He uh, apparently, reportedly, 
has never watched an episode since walking off the set back in the 80s or 90s. Yeah, so his last episode was taped in 1993. He walked away from it, never went back and watched another episode, which I could see. It's it's such a good show, though. Well, here's the deal. He started a podcast called Zach to the Future, and he's going to start watching... Save, save by you the bell. You bury the lead. You bury the lead. This is the best part. Okay. And so the podcast, Zach to the Future, is going to be him commenting on him watching Save by the Bell for the first time. When does this launch? I'm so excited. You have to follow him. He's MP, MP Gosselier. Uh-huh. Um, you can put the link in show notes because his last name is really hard to spell. G-O-S-S-E. L-A-A-R, a lot of vowels in there, a lot of random pairings of letters. Uh, and he um, he just posted the trailer to it. So, Oh, uh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I would guess that it's coming out in the next week or two. So go Bayside. Uh, and then my third random thing is the music that you listen to between the ages of 10 and 30 defines you forever. Those those two, that two decade period connects individuals to the people, the times and the places that are most important to their identity. (laughs) And given a choice, people will repeatedly come back to the music during those that 20 year period. Okay, see, that's confusing because my 10 to 30 was like the Beatles, but then also um, genuine pony. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> They're both. So that's going to be like a defining song for the rest of my life. Like when my grandchildren ask me what song defined you, I'm going to say, oh, Genuine Pony. Pony. Never heard of it. <laughs> the, um, the most common reason for choosing a song is that it reminded them of a past relationship. Oh, I, well. <laughs> so there you go with that Genuine song. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Our Pick Me Up newsletter, um, written by one Katie Burke, comes out today. If you're not subscribed, go to CallieAndJeff.com, click on the newsletter tab, and join. Katie is really good about putting together relevant themes, and I think the themed pick-me-ups that she does are typically everybody's favorite. Right. Um, This week, the theme is watermelon which sounds kind of random, but if you've been getting the pick-me-up for a while, you know there are some good recipes coming. And um, I'm I'm guessing, uh, I could almost guarantee that one or two of those will be drinkable. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you want to have a watermelon cocktail while you eat a watermelon snack, then sign up for the (laughs) pick-me-up newsletter. Hi, Jeff and Callie. This is Abby. I'm listening to... um, It's the one where you're talking about baby names and regrets and words you can't pronounce. So two things, I have a hunter and I do not fall in the regret category. So there's that. And the second thing, um, Callie, I can't say Massachusetts either. I had to really think that out. The way I have to say it is Massachusetts. Because um, if I think quickly, that's what comes out. And um, my hunter can say it correctly, which annoys me 
because he's only 11 and he should not be able to say bigger words than me without thinking about it. But such is life. Hope you're having a great day and love you guys. Bye. A couple weeks ago, I did a little Instagram story about what I liked about the third love bras versus the bras that I have been wearing for decades. Okay. One of my Instagram friends ordered some bras and she sent me a message last week saying, Hey, so they came in, the bras came in and one of them didn't fit just perfectly. It was so easy to exchange it. And third love actually sent my new bra out before I had even like packaged up my old one to ship it back to them. It was that easy. They sent me a fit that would be better for me and it fits perfectly. There's no gaping and I've never had that happen before. You are going to love third love. Trust me. I was so, so skeptical about ordering a bra online without going in somewhere and having to try them all on. But third love makes it so easy. You can go to their website, thirdlove.com slash upside, right? You can take their fit finder quiz and they'll ask you all these questions about how your current bra fits. Then they're going to send you the size of bra that you're really supposed to have or what out of their collection would fit you the best. If it's not the perfect fit, no questions asked. You can send it back by just sending them a text message and they'll either get you the bra that's the right size for you or accept the return. No problem. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash upside for 15% off today. Hey guys. So I'm a little behind on shows and I'm just listening to last Friday's show where you guys were discussing Callie and uh, Callie's baby shower. And I think that would actually be hilarious. I think that you should make Jeff on the podcast, taste different baby foods from the jar and try to guess what they are. And then I think that you should totally do the melted candy bar in the diaper and make him try to guess the candy. You don't have to do it, Callie, but I do think it would bring you some level of satisfaction to watch Jeff do it. Anyway, just a thought. Love you guys. Bye. Hi, my name is Lauren. I'm from Cumming, Georgia. And the name that noise segment is killing me. I'm trying to get picked, however you do that, just the texting, whatever. But I know what it is, and I can't believe no one has guessed it. Hey, y'all. It's Maggie in Athens. I just please let Erin from Name That Noise a few days ago know that her guess was totally a good guess because she's not crazy. Other people were thinking it, too. I was too scared to call in or to, like, enter the the random drawing because I was like, I don't know if that's a little bit too far with the baby teeth. But I legitimately thought that's what it was because of your obsession with it, like, a few weeks ago. So she was totally genius to come up with that and call in. Just wanted her to know. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Wendy from Louisiana, and oh my God, I just want to say thank you to T-Bird for bringing up the bug topic because I cannot deal with listening to even the word on the episodes. It has been giving me so much anxiety when you guys talk about it, and I am with her. I will not go buy my own traps or poison or whatever at the store if I am behind a truck that has that picture on it, I will definitely turn and take a different route. I just can't handle seeing them. As a matter of fact, if my husband brings home poison or traps, I have to put tape over the pictures so I can't see them at all. And (laughs) I'm so thankful for my five-year-old son because he is my little exterminator and he knows to protect me from those bugs. 
Don't even tell me they're there. He knows how to take care of it. So thank you, thank you, thank you to T-Bird for stopping the topic. Love you guys. Love the show. Bye. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward.